Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, in this episode I'm going to talk a little bit about the planning of the new system that I'm going to be installing for my mother's little off-grid cabin that she has set up. Uh, so I did place the order the other day. Um, I followed that up in, a, I think, the last podcast. Uh, I placed the order for a 6K grow watt split phase um, all-in-one inverter solar charge controller. Um, so it can accept a maximum of 250 volts um, DC coming in from a solar array. Um, and it can output continuously um, 6,000 watts. Um, so I ordered that in. I ordered two EG4 Life Power 4 batteries for a total of a 48 volt, 48 volt battery system with a 200 amp hours. Now, her little cabin um, doesn't use a whole lot of power at all. Um, she's only got, I think like one, two, three, four, maybe four or five lights, if that, and they're all LEDs. We switched them out a long time ago. So they're LED lights. Um, but the main reason why we're adding all this solar and a big, way bigger inverter, um, and these batteries, um, is because we're going to be adding a electric hot water heater. She was using a on-demand propane hot water heater that caught fire, right? And so um, after that incident, um, you know, she doesn't want to mess around with um, propane hot water heaters. Um, so with that said, um, we're going to be switching it over to an electric hot water heater. We're going to be installing a 30-gallon electric hot water heater. It's called a low boy. And um, it's going to be more than enough for her. She lives alone. She, you know, so it's only her that's going to be taking showers and using hot water. So a 30-gallon tank is going to be more than enough for what she needs. Um, and then we're going to be adding about, I think, 4,100 or I think 4,100 to 4,200 watts of solar. Um, so what that means is, um, you know, within an hour and a half or so, um, once once the batteries are charged in the morning, which will charge up pretty fast because there's only two batteries. Once it charges up in the morning, it should be fully charged easily by 10 o'clock. Easily. No problem at all. Uh, and then from 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, we're going to run the hot water heater for at least an hour. Um, that way, the the water in the electric hot water tank, the 30-gallon tank, can heat up properly. And usually, within an hour, it's more than hot. Actually, 30 minutes to 40 minutes, it's already good to go. Um, but we're going to be setting it up to run for at least an hour a day. So that way, she has lots of hot water in that tank for her to take a shower and wash dishes. Um, and so that's the whole reason why we're setting up the system this way. That way, the system can be charged by, say, 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, easily by 10. Uh, then the hot water heater can run for one hour, which is going to deplete half of the battery capacity, right? And then from there, um, from, say, 12 or 1-ish on, um, basically, all it's got to do is replenish that power going back into that those batteries um, that we drained out to heat the hot water, right? Um, now, the thing is with these grow watt inverters is... The one thing I really like about them is they have what's called a pass-through. So once her batteries are actually fully charged, technically, um, it won't be pulling all that power from the battery itself. It'll actually do solar first. So the solar will come in and bypass the batteries. Not It doesn't even touch the batteries. And it'll go to the load. Now, the only time that it'll pull any power from the battery is if the load... Um, is higher than the amount of solar coming in, right? So we're going to be wiring her hot water heater for 240 volts. 
and the heater elements in there is 4,500, sorry, yeah, 4,500 watts. So the inverter is sized appropriately, the solar system is sized appropriately, and for her battery storage needs, it's sized appropriately. So essentially, technically, there's only going to be a small portion of power coming from the battery when the hot water heater turns on for one hour because it's passed through. So majority of the power will be coming directly from the solar, gets converted instantly, doesn't touch the battery, and then only if there is you know, excess energy needed um, in order to power that load, it'll only take that amount of power from the battery as needed. So that's really, really nice. So it's not like it just hits the batteries and drains the batteries down. So what that means is, you know, within that hour of heating the water, essentially she may only be pulling, let's see, 4,000. She only may be pulling maybe 200 watts, maybe 300 watts, somewhere around there, maybe 400 watts max um, from the actual batteries, right, for only one hour. And then once the, heat, the water heater turns off, um, it's only going to replenish what it took from the battery because majority of it went passed through. It came straight from the solar directly to the hot water heater. Um, so it's not going to take long to charge it up within another hour. You know, after the uh, hot water heater is hot already, it'd be good to go, which still means there's going to be like almost five, four to five hours, no, about five hours at least, where basically the system's just sitting charged, right? So we accomplished what we needed. Batteries are fully charged. She has hot water. Um, batteries are going to get recharged or topped off, I should say, at least um, with very minimal power um, within an hour after, um, you know, heating the hot water. So, yeah, it's going to be a decent sized system for her. Um, she, like I said, that's the, pretty much the only heavy load. Um, she has a um, gas stove. And so maybe in the future, we might be moving, um, removing that and putting an electric stove in. And if we do that, then we'll probably have to add maybe one more battery, um, maybe two more batteries. We'll see. Um, but right as of right now, the propane stove is okay because it doesn't have a pilot light. And so it's only when you turn the knob does it go tick, 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 and actually ignite. And so she feels safe with that. But with the hot water heater, it's something she cannot see because it's outside the building, right? With the propane hot water heater. So that's why we're going to be putting the, um, you know, uh, electric hot water heater out there so we can eliminate that problem of safety, you know. So um, now, yesterday, I went and purchased um, 22 10 foot long um, pieces of Unistrut. Um, I'm going to be using Unistrut as the um, where the solar panels will actually be mounting to itself. OK, so I'm going to be using Unistrut vertically and I'm going to be using um two-inch Schedule 40 um, pipe, galvanized pipe, um, to go into the ground. So there's going to be six um, legs that has to be concreted in the ground, and then two cross pieces to connect, you know, the first three poles together and the next three poles together. And then the um, unistrut will go, you know, crosswise of it. And that's going to get secured to those other pipes. And then from there, the solar panels can be actually mounted to the unistrut itself. Um, so yesterday I went and purchased um, 22 sticks. Um, not all of the sticks is for her. Half of that um, uh, sticks that I picked up yesterday, the half of it is is also mine. Um, but I went ahead and picked hers up too because I was doing it all one time. Um, so now on Monday, I'm actually going to be purchasing the 2-inch Schedule 40 galvanized pipe. They come in 21-foot lengths. And I'll be buying a minimum of five or more um, sticks and uh, I'll cut it down to size for the mounting. 
uh, and then go from there. Um, each of those 21 foot pieces, there's only two suppliers here on this side of the island. And there's only one other person on the other side of the island that supplies this type of pipe. And the two people on this side have kind of a limited supply. One has only 15 left and the other supplier only has four left. But there's a big price difference. From one supplier, I was quoted $180. And then from the other supplier for the exact same pipe, $300 for one piece of pipe. $300. So this is the cost of living in Hawaii, right? There's not a whole lot of selection. And so they can kind of make more of a monopoly on the pricing of items or materials. So that really sucks, you know. Um, but with that said, um, I did lock in the other um, piping for $180 a piece. Um, so they actually pulled my order already. They have it um, sitting on the side. And so on Monday, I will take my trailer and we'll go ahead and load up all those um, two-inch Schedule 40 pipe so I have it on hand. So basically, come Monday, after I pick up that pipe, I will pretty much now have everything I need to construct and build her power room and also build the, the ground mount solar racking system to hold all the solar panels. So that is my game plan going forward now. So Monday after I pick up the pipe, I am now off to the races. I can work on building the power room out. And then I can work on building the frame and concreting it in the ground. And then that way, when the um, new system arrives, we can install the inverter, install the batteries. And I'm giving her all my solar panels. So um, basically, and I ordered all brand new solar panels. I actually ordered um, 7,000 watts of power compared to, I think I have like 3,500 watts right now. And so um, when all that comes in, the first thing I'm going to do is mount her inverter, mount the batteries, get it all wired up. And then basically all I have to do is remove the solar panels on my property, load them up, take them out to her place, and basically just attach it to the ground mount solar system that I will have built by then. Uh, and then from there, I can take the new panels from the pallet that I ordered, and I can now um, add the 7,000 watts of panels um, to my, my home. And I do need to extend my ground mount solar system, um, racking system out, so that's why some of the materials is also for me. So it's kind of a good thing. We're going to be doing, you know, two birds with one stone type of deal. Um, you know, if I'm building the solar panel racking system, well, great. I'll be doing the exact same thing for her. I'm going to be doing for me, except mine's already halfway built. I'm just going to be extending on it. So that's kind of where we're at. So I'm excited. Come Monday, pick up the pipe. And um, actually what I'm going to end up doing is come tomorrow, I'm going to, because I have all the Unistrut in the back of my truck right now. So tomorrow I'm going to um, take a ride out to the property, unload all that Unistrut. And I'm going to re-hook up my trailer and bring it back out to the other side of the island. That way on Monday morning when the company opens, I can swing by, pick up the pipe. And then from there, I can um, go directly back out to the property and un un unload it. Um, and then from there, it's just a matter of me building the... Um, I'm going to end up doing something kind of um, different. The plastic building that I got, I'm going to use it, but I'm not going to use it to hold anything structurally. I'm going to build its own independent wall um, that's, that's going to be independent, right? So... That way it can support the weight of the inverter and the batteries and everything. So I have a really good plan to do that. So I can actually construct that at my other home. Um, considering the other home is not dusty and dirty and hot and windy. Um, I can construct it a lot easier. Um, have it ready to go. That way when I do assemble that plastic building, I can take the 
the thing I'm going to build and actually slide it into the building, stand it up, and then anchor it down to the ground, and then we're good to go. It's ready to mount. Um, so that's, that's going to be the first step is actually just build the mini wall and the ledge for the batteries. Once I build that, then I can actually go out to her property and I can um, assemble the, um, the plastic building, build the subfloor, mount the building to the subfloor. Um, well, I'm going to build it all together. And then um, after that, I can slide the other piece I'm going to build um, inside of the building, right? So uh, uh, constructing the plastic building literally takes like 30 minutes. It's, you know, just snaps together a bunch of screws and whatever. So it's really easy. Um, so it's just the the um, standalone independent wall that I'm going to build to hold the inverter and the batteries is what's going to take a little time. And then also the subfloor base for everything to sit on, right? Um, but that's okay. It's not going to take too bad. I should have the that mini wall and everything built in easily one day. Um, and then the subfloor is probably going to take another day to build. Um, or I might be able to just build the subfloor and the mini wall all one time. And then that way it's ready to go. And all I have to do is assemble the plastic building onto the subfloor that I built. And then slide the mini wall into the power shed and anchor it down and it's good to go. So there's a, there's a couple of ways I can do it. I want to play it by ear. Whatever is going to be the easiest and more smooth process. That's what I'm going to do. So that's my game plan. So after Monday, it is time to start building the mini wall, the subfloor, get all that built. That way I can already have the, you know, get the power room done, you know, ready to go. Um, and then from there, I can finally start working on um, building the ground mount system. The ground mount system is probably going to take me a few days. I need to drill the holes, auger the holes out. I need to put concrete in the ground, anchor all the poles. There's six poles that have to be anchored into concrete. Um, and then I'm going to let that sit for a few days so the concrete completely hardens up and it's good. And then I can finish building the rest of the framing. You know, you don't want to continue building on top of fresh concrete because you're going to take the chance of cracking the concrete or moving the poles around and they're going to become loose. So you want to wait for it to be completely dry uh, and before you start constructing anything else on top of it. Um, so that is the game plan um, and that's where we're at. So... Today, I'm just going to take it easy today because coming up, I'm going to be really busy. So today, I'm just going to hang out, um, rest my back, and um, tomorrow, we'll start back on the road again, you know, unload, load, bring the trailer, and then Monday, pick up materials, and then Tuesday or Wednesday, already start building out, the uh, building everything out. Um, so yeah, I do have a nice project ahead of me here, um, but I like doing this kind of stuff. I actually really enjoy solar stuff. Like just, I just love renewable energy stuff. I don't know what it is, regardless if it's solar panels or wind turbines or batteries or inverters or any of that stuff. I don't know. I just like assembling and putting these type of systems together. I think it's fun. And so um, it's going to be a neat little project and I will definitely document more of this process for YouTube. Um, probably I'm going to time lapse a lot of it because obviously a video can get extended very long if I don't time lapse it. So I'll time lapse a whole lot of it. Uh, and then the more main details I'll kind of go over um, more personally in the video. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. New panels coming in for me, new system coming in for my mother. We're going to start building things. We're going to start constructing everything. It's going to be a fun project. I'm looking forward to it. Let me tell you. So anyway, guys, stay positive. Keep your head up. Keep pushing forward. And I'll see you guys on the next one.